and friends. Welcome to episode 105 of Revisiting Sunnydale. I'm Camila. I'm Marcella. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Please like our Facebook page, Revisiting Sunnydale. Follow us on Twitter at Back to Sunnydale. And rate, review, follow us, subscribe to us and all that jazz on iTunes, Libsyn, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and Player FM. Am I, is it antiquated to call it iTunes? Is it just Apple Podcasts now? I don't know. I think it's still iTunes. My <laughs> iTunes is still a thing. I quit using it like years ago, but it's still a thing, I think. Yeah, it's still, I mean, I still have the itunes and i have like but there is a podcast app yeah maybe, maybe it is just podcast <laughs> but i don't really like yeah i don't really like pay much attention to my itunes anymore i've stopped no. actually purchasing music from there i just do the apple music i just app. do amazon yeah it's too it's so many platforms now i mm-hmm. don't even, can't even get to it all right so how are you hanging in there this quarantine week <laughs> i'm fine it's I, I see light at the end of the tunnel, not as quickly as folks in Atlanta seem to see light at the end of the tunnel. I know. And crazy people. It's outrageous. I can't imagine. Like, it's like, I really, are tattoo parlors, like, really necessary to open right away? Right. Like, that's, you really need a massage? I mean, I need a massage. I do, too. Uh, but, but, but not, not with gloves. Going... Like, <laughs> no, it's going to be a while before <laughs> I feel comfortable enough to go get a, an actual massage again. And I'm, right? I'm most upset about it. <laughs> Imagine the feel of like oil and silicone. <laughs> Feels like a serial killer is about to kill me. Like that's not, I'm supposed to be there to de-stress, not to like fear for my life. <laughs> No, thank you. Like, you know, never mind. No amount of lavender is going to, <laughs> is going to calm me down anymore. I'm just going to go go drink. The heavily. sound of a rubber glove. No, thank you. That is not what I'm. Now my butt's clenched and I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, so just, it's <sighs> it's quarantine life. It's it is, mm-hmm. and, and I just don't. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm. I guess slowly adapting. We had the we had you know baby's one year first birthday not via it's Zoom. Birthday, but it was like weird. Like I mean, it was cool and everything. You know, folks showed up and whatnot. But I felt awkward. Like, what do we do? Like, it was I only like I don't know if you I want to watch me feed this cake to the baby. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I think it, the whole thing may have lasted like twenty minutes. You know, with all the hellos and hi, how you doing? Blah blah blah, and then like happy birthday. We sang happy birthday. She didn't eat the cake. She was not, she wasn't, <laughs> she was barely into the cake situation. And then I was like. Okay, well, uh, thanks everybody. I guess we're, we're gonna go now. <laughs> yeah, that's it's it's hard. I had a I, we did virtual board gaming and it was very difficult. Yeah, and um, we're gonna try again, but I, I miss gaming. I miss yeah. people. I miss you know. I don't miss movie theaters mm. at all. You know, I saw that. What was it like? They were super. Universal was super stoked about the success of Trolls Mm Two or whatever that that came out, and then so they're like, "Bet, like we'll just start, you know, release stuff Mm -hmm. in theaters and online." Like, thank you. And AMC, did you hear what AMC? No, no, you won't. (laughs) Oh, you won't do that? Well, we're not going to show any Universal movies. Okay, well, that just makes them further want to do what they're going to do. Like you're a petty bitch, AMC, right? (laughs) Like you realize. It's going to happen eventually. Right. And this like, is theaters are going to die, sadly. 
Like we've been wishing for this for years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, what, one thing I think quarantine may bring back, which would make me so happy, mm-hmm. are drive-in theaters. Right. Because that's the perfect social distance theater. Oh, absolutely. And I'm I sure, mean, my car like, don't come near me. Right. And I'm sure like, you know, with technology and Bluetooth and all that stuff, like we don't have to like do the whole with the speaker in the window mm-hmm. and you know all that stuff. Yeah. And, so like everybody's got Bluetooth in their cars and all that jazz. So it's like it's like yes, absolutely. I can yeah. stretch out and I can I can sit I in my lawn chair. Right. I can, <laughs> you know. I can bring my own snacks. Like, right. Yes. I can bring no, you can't. You still can't drink and drive. Right. <laughs> Just, a lot of people do bring beer that's and stuff. still frowned upon, Marcel. Yes, that's still frowned upon. <laughs> it's not the place, not the time. <laughs> but we'll get through it. And we're looking, our state will probably open next week. I think that's what they're saying. I think it's supposed to announce later today, like which counties will be the first to open up. I know they were talking about Friday, they're opening golf courses. Yeah whatever uh, okay rich men need to do their golfing in their business i know all right that's like super it. important right i feel like that's a direct reflection of like how many governors right. are golf uh-huh so. how many poor how many rich white men are bored right exactly all right season six episode four of uh buffy the vampire slayer the show we're here to (laughs) right flooded uh original air date october 16th 2001 written by douglas petrie and jane espenson directed by douglas petrie while trying to get a loan buffy runs a foul oh what buffy runs (laughs) (laughs) buffy runs i don't know a foul she oh, runs okay. a foul. <laughs> of, of three deadbeat sorcerers who are yeah, using the otherworldly it. powers of a demon to rob a bank. I love this description. Deadbeat sorcerers. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and those deadbeat sorcerers are our important guest stars this week. Yes. The trio. Adam Bush as Warren, Tom Link as Andrew, Danny Strong as Jonathan. And uh, Anthony Stewart Head is mentioned as a special guest. And of course, he Heather Locklear. <laughs> he becomes a special guest star this season instead of a regular cast member. That's so messed up. It's like, so messed up, but we only get him for a couple episodes and then he right. gets sick of Buffy shit and leaves again. <laughs> as one does. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode, we're starting off with Buffy needs new pipes. <laughs> what is she thinking? She's down there with a wrench trying to i'm not fucking with pipes myself no no, no, i'm not you know if there's a leaky pipe i'm gonna be like mom right this thing's (laughs) dripping water what do i do with it this is outside of my it's beyond my pay grade i know right (laughs) and she calls it mr drippy which is adorable (laughs) it's nice to see she's rebounded so quickly from her death sort of kind of like she's a little spacey it seems um as one would expect Mm mm-hmm so, you know, after all, like, like she's got the drip and, you know, Xander calls in one of his little contracting buddies and apparently he gives him a, a, a discount rate, which to Dawn looks like a phone number. And, um... <laughs> it must not have been a very good discount. Right. And I don't know because she needs like all new copper piping or some shit. Full copper repipe. Full copper repipe. Full copper and... repipe. And Buffy's like, what's the big deal? We'll pay the bill. And then, by the way, uh, Willow's like, oh, hey, you have no money. <clears throat> um, okay. 
So, you know, and I, I and I can't really hear anything else that happens in the rest of this episode because I'm just still so very pissed that Tara and Willow have been living there. Nobody, <gasps> nobody suggests to mm-hmm. get a job. Not right. One of the motherfuckers offers nope. to get a job. Not even Dawn. She's a no. she's of working she's age. A, yeah. She could be working at Double Meat Palace. Absolutely. And, this is, and it pisses me off. So mm-hmm. like, as if Buffy doesn't have enough to, to deal with. <laughs> right. Now she's, gotta, now she's gotta go find a job. Which, Which she has. here's another problematic issue I have with this episode. Joyce is dead. Your daughters are living on their own. I can't even check him one. Like, he's not sending them right. any kind of money. None whatsoever. He's like, not taking really? care of them at all. At all. It's as if they don't exist. Which leads me, again, to think that the monks may have erased Joyce and Buffy from Hank's memory and he never knew about Dawn. She claims to have had time with him by the sea, but does he remember it? Right. He sure don't act like it. You don't act like in, neither one of them exists. Like he caught like they were worried that he might call when Buffy was still dead. And I don't mm-hmm. know if he ever did. No, nope, he, he didn't. Did, he sure did, didn't. He even, did he even come in for the funeral? No. Nope. And, and why is I don't understand why social services is like, okay, we have to worry about taking you away from your your sister. Where's her dad? Right. Why, would Why she... was Dawn not immediately given to Hank? Right. I, was he just like, no, absolutely not. Like, it was right. like, that was, there shouldn't have, if, yes, because if there was, if they did not deem Hank, like, uh, enough to go ahead, like, worthy enough to go ahead and take Dawn at, from the jump, he would have like, had to okay. sign over his parental rights. Right. And Buffy is an adult, so it doesn't make any sense. And her sister, it's her next of kin outside mm-hmm. of her deadbeat dad. So it just doesn't make any sense why. I don't, I don't understand why social services would have been up her, Buffy's ass all this, right. uh, this time at all. That's the only explanation is that Hank signed away his, that they called him and he was like, fuck now. <laughs> Have you met her? No. No. Mm-mm. no. Mm-mm. I'm married to my assistant. I'm not about that life. No. Right. I, where do you want me to sign? <laughs> Via con Dios. Peace be with you. Don't call me again. That's Hank. Ugh. Speaking of and the pile deep. of bills that is on the table that they're just like, hey, we haven't done shit. This is like eight months worth of electric bill, water bill. There's some but mortgage. You, I don't know. I sure had enough time to like decorate my mom, my dead mom's bedroom, bedroom. and get just right? real cozy like and all tucked in real nice. Like nobody's been doing anything. Nothing. So, so where's the, so some somewhere there's some money that was coming in for at least food because mm-hmm. they, you bitches didn't starve to death. Yeah. Which I think is probably coming from either... Well, it's not coming from Anya, because she would rather die. <laughs> that is her money. But I think Xander may be feeding them. Mm, maybe. Either way, these guys are not as good of friends as one would like to believe. No. But so. Anya does have a wonderful idea. Well, she's got plans. She's like, mm-hmm. you know what? I got a whole strategy for you to get out of debt, sister. Just <laughs> let me... And let to me. set up a college fund for Dawn. Right. She's all about charge for slaying. Yep. And Dawn is like, you can't charge innocent people. Why not? <laughs> That's exactly what the whole basis of Angel's show is. Right. Yeah. Charging people for saving their lives. She could have been a private detective. I would have watched that show. 
Right. It works for Angel. Why not her? Mm-hmm. But instead, she also is like, oh, God, that's an idea you would have. Okay. Wow. wow. I'm the only one offering inv- any advice here other than, mm-hmm. hey, you're broke. And it was our fault. So, and Anya also points out that Spider-Man <laughs> charges for helping people. <laughs> Joel Spiderman. <laughs> and uh, Xander, of course, has to swallow <laughs> every feeling he has inside of him, telling him not to say this, but he does it anyway. <laughs> and says that, uh, what is it? Something reward it is his true reward. Spy- uh, yeah. oh, I, I forget exactly what it is. <laughs> like, basically. basically, being good is his true reward. Right. Because Don Don and Anya have a little spat. Action. Action is his reward. (laughs) So Anya gets pissed and she leaves. She's out. She's out. She's like, you know, you don't take my side. And, you know, she knows she's wrong, but it's something bigger is a brewing. She's still pissed off that she can't talk about their engagement. And, you know, and he double talks his way out of that argument mm-hmm. and she almost buys it and she's like wait a minute no it's like no no it's not gonna work again with your sweet talk and whatnot it's like fuck you basically get either shit or get off the pot yep when you get to grow up xander and she walks away and he's just like he does that xander thing where he looks confused and then looks at her butt <laughs> she looks very very nice in this episode i like I her can... hair her outfit's very nice yeah. Yeah, she does. This is a good look for her. Like she mm-hmm. was, she was kind of having that Cordelia on Angel moment, where like yeah. every episode, her hair was like she was trying to figure out what she was going to do with her hair for like five yep. consecutive episodes, and we're all like, "Stop cutting it!" I can't wait. I can't wait to talk about those episodes. <laughs> she was like the Barbie I cut when I was seven or eight, and I fucked it up, and I just had to keep cutting it, but it just kept getting worse right. until I just cut it all off. <laughs> So in the meantime, oh. poor Buffy goes to the bank to get a loan, and she takes her report cards, because that's what you do when you're asking for large institutions for large sums of money. I don't... You don't have a job. As far as I know, you've never had a job. Ooh. So... Except what for we, when she was going by Anne in, right. in L.A. You have no credit. No. You have the house. Your mom probably left you the house. Mm-hmm. That's all you have. Right. And the banker even tells her that that's all you have, and it is way. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, it ain't going to work. Like, I can't, I, I can't explain it, but, like, the property value here in Sunnydale is really low or something, <laughs> something <laughs> like that. <laughs> like, I don't know why, but basically, like, property here in Sunnydale is worse shit. Well, it's because yeah. you guys are on a hell mouth, and mm-hmm. things get blowed up, and <laughs> there's demons attacked People every, die. every two months. <laughs> The, people, was a flea. the principal was the snake <laughs> and she it just it's really ridiculous that she actually thought she was going to get this loan she would have been better off just applying for a credit card they'll give yeah. you one of those oh yeah absolutely they're predatory just waiting just waiting to, to give right give first time crediteers some lines of credit that they can't possibly pay back in a right? respectable amount of time but in true Buffy fashion, a demon attacks. Because she can't go anywhere without a demon attacking. 
and she tries to kick it, but her stupid skirt is too, it's a pencil skirt and it's too tight. <laughs> Although it's cute, it's not functional. She was not no. prepared to do any slaying today. And this demon is just like wrecking havoc, just like. And he reminds me of Putty from yes. Seinfeld. I don't me think too. it is him. I, I meant to look is. it up. <laughs> I don't think it is, but yes, I got that very strong Putty vibe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But she uses her loan officer's scissors, I think, to cut the skirt so that mm-hmm. she can fight. And a stupid security guard decides that a gun is a good idea for a demon. Well, he didn't even shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even try. He just kind of no. pointed it in his direction. And the demon threw Buffy at him. <laughs> <laughs> and then ran off like a little bitch. Oh, yeah. So this demon is just like causes a bunch of chaos, blah, blah, blah. And then we see like some hands snatching money in the background. And, you know, it doesn't seem like so we're confused. Like, why is this demon just, you know, it comes in, does a little damage and then the leaves. And we mm-hmm. think, you know, maybe he's, I don't know, he's robbing the bank or he's with the dude robbing the bank, obviously. So he uh, runs off and do we meet the, tr- is it at that point we meet the trio after that? No, Buffy's all pissed off and fighty. Right. Yes. She goes, she's fighting in the back room of the magic box. Goes to work out, and Willow's there, you know, chatting with her and, you know, explaining everything. But it seems that Willow's concerned that Buffy is lacking some emotion Mm -hmm. uh, since her resurrection. And, um, worry about yourself, Willow. (laughs) Seriously. Right. Because Buffy's just kind of like mad, but like she's saying she's mad about it. And then Willow's like, oh, that's great. You know, you're mad. That's an emotion. And Buffy's like, yeah, now I'm over it. Yeah, it's really cute, too. <laughs> it's past. <laughs> Willow tries to get her riled up by saying she had an affair with Riley and then one with Angel. And she's explained, but Will or Buffy just kind of blows the whole thing off, which... <laughs> I love that she's like, you know, I really doubt it. <laughs> she says she had an affair with Angel it's, or right. with Riley. Riley. Like, <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh, yeah, I really doubt it. And I don't know if that was like just to say that because, you know, obviously you're gay, Willow, or because Riley's not someone that you would, she would necessarily right. have an, one would have an affair with. Right. <laughs> and she tries to up the ante by saying, oh, yeah, you caught me. It was I was just trying to cover up my sleazy affair with Angel. And Buffy's just like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm just trying to get you mad again. <laughs> So now we meet our deadbeat sorcerers. <laughs> deadbeat sorcerers. The demon was a demon uh, for hire. <laughs> yes. And we meet uh, Andrew, Andrew, Jonathan, and Warren, who are just sitting in their nerd den with random monies just bills just strewn about everywhere oh but first we we forgot about the part where giles comes back first oh that's right giles yeah uh dawn's doing research and giles comes back and sees buffy and it's like i want to cry (laughs) he's so i want he's so happy i know like he's so happy and just there you get to see it in his eyes he just wants to like you just kind of tear up a little bit it's like oh my god you're alive blah 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 and i guess it's only been a couple days at this point yeah which that's a lot of money in plane rides right because willow when 
they raised her from the dead. Willow said she called Giles that night and that mm-hmm. he was going to be on the next flight over. Yeah, which it must have taken a day or two to get a flight. I guess. But he, they hug, and he's so happy, and he's... You can just tell he's over the moon, but then he also remembers that she's also still <laughs> remarkably strong because she's squeezing him too hard because she's so happy. Oh, that's really sweet. It is really sweet. And they need this stabilizing force in their lives. Yeah, seriously. Oh, so uh, they're all trying to figure out what the demon, who the demon is. And Giles breaks it down or Dawn finds mm, Fashnik. Mm, Fashnik, <laughs> like, mm, like cookies. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, it's Fashnik like Mbaku. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which sort of Buffy, like this this episode is why I, how I always remember how to say Mbaku's name. <laughs> <laughs> and Giles lets everybody know that Fashnik is, is a demon for hire. Like he's just basically he does whatever for not necessarily money, I guess. No, the thrill, I, I guess. Just, I guess he just, I don't know, he wants something in return. That's just how things are. So then we get our trio of idiots just sitting around money. So they're, they're the uh, worst criminals in the world. They are. It's just, just a hot mess over there. Like, it's, it's like. Jonathan's like clutching a whole arm full of money. They're all sitting in beanbags in Warren's basement, I think. I think so. Um, so in fashion, he's ready to collect. And he's like pissed off because the Slayer was there. And he's like, that wasn't part of the plan. And they're like, we didn't know. And there's this whole hilarious scene that just sets the tone for their ex- entire existence. <laughs> when Fashnik is like, who's the leader? And they all say, I am. And then he's like, I'll kill the leader. And then they all point to Jonathan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Lord Jonathan's like, you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> but they, he agrees not to kill him because he wants to kill the Slayer. And for some reason, they're like, oh, yeah, we can totally get that for you. We can totally make that happen. But there's what I love is there's um, is this one in they go through like what each of them did. Like, uh, I think uh, sort of right around that. Yeah. Like, they're like mad that uh, Warren won't make him Christina Ricci. Right. <laughs> and then there's like, there's, you know, every, uh, at, at this point. Uh, the audience, we've already been introduced to Warren. We're already very familiar with Jonathan, but we're like, who is this Andrew character? And so they give mm-hmm. us a nice little, <laughs> a nice little update. And they're like, you know, they make comment about the devil dogs at the prom. And he's like, that wasn't me. That was my brother, Tucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like, I'm the one that like <laughs> the flying monkeys at the school prom, dude, school prom. Or school and, play. Or school play. And Jonathan has my favorite line in this entire episode when he's like yeah remember everyone's like run Juliet <laughs> and it just it's the way he says it every single time it makes me laugh really hard and I imagine I'm wondering who Juliet possibly could have been I'm hoping right. that it was Cordelia All right. <laughs> and she's being chased around the gym by flying monkeys but I feel like that's something they would have brought up yeah but apparently none of our Scoobies were there because in a couple episodes we realized that they have no idea who Andrew is either. <laughs> well, apparently they weren't. The, I, I guess the last touch that they had with, with the arts was the, uh, the dummy, the, the talent show. Yes, where they did the Oedipus. <laughs> the they probably 
steered pretty clear from the drama department <laughs> after that anything to do with it plus i love when andrew's like screen wipe yes new scene <laughs> if there's one good thing about the trio it is andrew, andrew. Yes. and tom lang <laughs> it's a beautiful thing and so that's what I, I mean, I appreciate this. So now we like, now we have an idea of what and who we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, who was like the little squirrel hands grabbing all the money while Patrick was doing his distraction. Right. But what you don't know is why, what has made the three of these nerds gather together to decide they're going to become supervillains? How Just, did they even, was it some message board some forum probably probably <laughs> they were all on some like lex luther appreciation forum board or like <laughs> community board or something and like hey wouldn't it be cool if we could oh my god yeah let's totally and they got together and then you see there's a whiteboard back there <laughs> with, with like all the things that they want to do and it's like some of the most mediocre stuff <laughs> like fake ids like yeah. acquire fake ids <laughs> it's so sad it's so sad but like you can What's summon funny? a demon, but you can't just you guys can't right. make fake ID. <laughs> like they can do the in the next episode, particularly, we see that they are actually capable of doing some pretty interesting things. Right. They just don't have anyone to lead them properly. No. And with them all thinking or wanting to be the leader. I mean, when in all actuality, it's really Warren that is the leader just because he's like got the most amount of testosterone and like he wants to like and he's like the biggest asshole. Yeah. Of the three of them. He has the most legit evil inside of him. Exactly. As well. He, you know, Jonathan, Jonathan's a sweetheart and I don't think he'd hurt anyone on purpose. Right. He more wants to summon some demons to have some fun and do some stupid stuff for fun. And Andrew will do whatever Warren tells him to. Right. So but without it's Warren, that you can see it in his eyes. You see yes. that. You can hear it in his predator. Voice. Like yes, he just oozes this yeah. predatory nature. It's like ugh, gross. Which is why I just can't be bothered to. It's, it's so ugh, unsettling just to look at him and hear him. <laughs> And it only gets worse throughout the season. Mm-hmm. So, and we also kind of, we already got a glimpse of that, like with the whole uh, robot thing with his, yeah. with his sex bot and the way he treated his girlfriend, his, his real girlfriend. Yeah. And Cassandra. Yeah. Just the way that I he talked to her, her and just Cassandra, Katrina. Katrina. That's right. Katrina. So we already know he's got like a lot of latent misogyny and just... Not even latent, just like over. Hold on, straight out there. Yeah, just straight up. A lot of misogyny. He hates women mm-hmm. and hates himself. So, take two Giles and Buffy having another little chat, and he's going to help her with her debt. Yeah. Aw, buddy. Giles. Where's all How this come money? You won't just adopt her. I know. Just move in and just go ahead and be Daddy Giles. I be mean, Daddy Giles. You know you. You know you would have married Joyce. <laughs> I know. This is what makes the most sense because he just keeps on cleaning up messes and like helping Buffy out. Mm-hmm. But the bad thing is that he keeps on helping Buffy out. Right. And, and it's crippling Buffy from growing up. Exactly. She's always she's got that safety net that is Giles yeah and after a little bit more with the trio and in fashion and going back and forth about what they're going to do we have what might be the most compelling part of this episode 
yes, but like with with the back and forth with Mfashnik and the trio, like and they have a little discussion. The trio, like Mfashnik, really wants to kill the Slayer, and Andrew <laughs> and Jonathan, they don't really want to have to kill no. Buffy. And but you know Warren is trash, and he like pulls Mfashnik off to the side. He's like, okay, yeah, we don't have to kill her. He pulls him to the side, gets him to leave by giving Mfashnik Buffy's address. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you suck. You are you such suck. trash. You're such an asshole. So, yes, the number one scene of... Is it the number one scene of the entire season? I think... At least, uh, at least top five. No, at least top of the, five. Yeah, top five. And so... Daddy you know, Giles is pissed. Daddy Giles gets in that ass. Mm-hmm. And I know it sounds a lot sexier than, it, than it's supposed to, but it's not. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty sexy. I was like, hey, Giles, go ahead. Yell at her. Yell at her a little more. So he, get, he and Willow He takes get, the glasses off. Right. He always Willow, pissed when he takes it off. Have a little uh, little time solo and Willow's like bragging about everything she did. She's like super stoked about, yeah, and I did this and there were snakes and blah, 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 blah. And Giles cusses her the fuck out, basically. Yep. It, Rank, like, arrogant, amateur. And that's just like, the that's that's probably the least of it. Like he goes on to talk about just how stupid and just infantile and basically just like childish behavior that was happening. Da 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 da. And Willow at first she's like she's taken aback. She's disappointed because she doesn't want to. She's sad because she doesn't want to disappoint Giles. Mm-hmm. She's basically like her role model. And she's like, I thought you'd be proud of me. He's like, proud of what? And right. you know, and it's like the whole you know the uh, the type of magic that you had to conjure up to do this she's like not many people could do what i wanted what i did he's like yeah there are but you wouldn't want to meet them Uh and he keeps going and keeps going and then something flips in willow yeah he's about ready he's about ready to wash his hands of it like he says his last little bit and she's like that's right i am a powerful witch and Mm -hmm. it'd be be best for you not to piss me off and And he even is like oh and then you see, like, the moment, like, after mm-hmm. she says it, she, like, snaps back to regular Willow. Yeah. Like, there's just, like, a real, just, like, ah, just a She's really... like, come on, Giles, I don't want to fight. <sighs> Chilling. You're about to fight. <laughs> and it is, you know, this is your first taste that this is going to be a different Willow this season. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, as season six ranks so highly for both of us, mm-hmm. we get our spike scene for the evening. <laughs> and Buffy's out on the back porch and she can hear Giles and Willow, Willow going at it. Why are you going to throw your cigarette on my porch? <laughs> so there's perfectly good dirt right where your feet are. Right? Oh, no. <laughs> You're going to throw a lit cigarette on my wood porch. And Buffy puts it out with her boot, but you know, Spike has come to flirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. That's always <laughs> hands in the pocket, head cocked. Spike has come to flirt, right? <laughs> and I love every second that he's on screen this season. I really do. Oh yeah, he's definitely. Actually, I think he's come to check in on her and flirt and flirt. <laughs> Coming to flirt as he checks in on her. <laughs> Buffy's pants. Can we talk about Buffy's triple button button fly? I, 90s pants like this is the 2000s now why are you still wearing 90s pants <laughs> her wardrobe we haven't talked about it in a while I think she's wearing Joyce's clothes yeah like I was thinking about that like there's a a lot of you know like the shirt that she wore in the bank that did mm-hmm. not really go very well with the skirt that she was wearing no. like, <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like, did they pack up all her shit when she died? And she's just living out of both her bags. Like they mixed up. They figured, well, they're both dead. Might as well just get all their shit Probably. together and put it in the garage. Probably. And she's like, is this mine or is this mom's? This is Spike is. He came to flirt and he's standing very close to her and he just wanted to make her smile. But it's the way that he stands next to her and has like that imposing head cock and tilt and lean over her <laughs> that we enjoy so much. Oh, yeah. Like he is. He is master of mm-hmm. this uncomfortable. I'm going to basically get my essence all over you. <laughs> <laughs> And she's wondering why she's always miserable when he's around and he says something like, that's when you're alone. Right, exactly. And there is a comfortability in them being alone this season. There are many scenes to come where it's just the two of them chatting about her problems and he just listens to her. This is why we love Spike. <laughs> why we are rather die <laughs> with Spike. Which brings me to I read a couple. We, we had a couple of new-ish reviews on iTunes, and one of them called us an "I hate James Marsters" podcast, which, <laughs> which interesting. Clearly, they listened to maybe that one episode where we had to talk about the <laughs> the um. The Dawn it, song and all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. That, that's all that they probably listened to was that one episode because and that's every other justified. time. <laughs> right, exactly. And every other episode, any other episode where James Marsters slash Spike is involved, there's We're nothing like, but... La, 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 right. La, 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 la. Nothing but humming a humming a sigh. <gasps> like, <laughs> we only so. have one more episode coming up where we're not going to be very comfortable. Right, exactly. So, I mean, I feel a little bit... <laughs> I feel a little some Y'all kind need of to go back. <laughs> I would like listen. So I just wanted to address that to anybody that maybe would <laughs> would have maybe confused. would have read that and might not understand completely what's yes. happening here. Believe we are ride or die. <laughs> so with Spike. Yes. Spike is my number one favorite character for this entire series, and they knew oh, that yeah. because why else? Because then they had the brilliant idea to. Ship him on over to Angel, which and yes. yes. <laughs> One of my favorite parts of Angel, when, every time I think about him going over to Angel is, and I think about this quote every single time, is when he's so thrilled about gun peeing in Angel's chair. <laughs> <laughs> he peed in the boss's chair. <laughs> it's so perfect. It's, it's so, so perfect. perfect. <laughs> so Giles and Don... So, I do enjoy the fact that Buffy asked Spike if he knows anything about finances. Oh, yeah. And I would have, I would have loved, loved, loved to, for the next. I hear scene. his response. The next scene is him at the kitchen table, like with all these receipts <laughs> and bills and everything. He's got half glasses on. <laughs> like, that would have been so wonderful. But I would imagine that he has even less of a profile than Angel does. Oh, yeah. There's that episode where Cordelia's like, you've been alive for how many years and you didn't, like, diversify your profile? What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, no, Spike has been living basically stolen stolen cash to stolen cash, not even paycheck to paycheck. No. <laughs> he scares people and takes yeah. their money. That's his thing. That's his, that's his portfolio. <laughs> so, 
John and Giles are in the kitchen and they're doing something that I cannot even condone. I can't support this decision. Taking John little- wants. Mm-hmm. Yes. That is what I'm referring to. Mixing parts of every cereal into one bowl. No. Gross. No. Imagine like shredded wheat and frosted flakes and grape nuts and Cheerios and Fruit Loops in the same bowl. Ew. I'm a little bit, I don't know, I guess I just grew up differently, but we were never one to, like, you get one open box of cereal at a time. Like, yeah. we may we may have three boxes of cereal, but you open one at a time. Mm-hmm. We, well, we had all our cereal in containers, so it was uh, in, like, a plastic container so it wouldn't go bad. But there was, like, parent cereal and your cereal. And then we weren't allowed sugar cereals either. Right, yeah, no, we didn't get those. Actually, so I just, this during this quarantine, I just bought my first box of Frosted Flakes ever. <laughs> Did <laughs> you like it? Yeah, because it makes me happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what like you have to do in quarantine time. I know it. <laughs> I keep buying markers because my big quarantine, I have two big quarantine activities. One is Legoing. Mm-hmm. And two is coloring. I've been coloring a lot. Yep. So I bought a lot of markers recently so that we can I can color mandalas. That's what I usually do most of the night. Yeah. And my thumb hurts real bad. <laughs> like my hands are so sore. But Legoing's really fun too. Yeah. I'm sure it could be very common. And, and it, it is. It's a creativity out. But it's also frustrating, like when you're trying to build a house and you're trying to put as little pressure on one piece as possible. Oh, uh, yeah. And then the whole thing falls down. You're like, I give up. <laughs> but Dawn and Giles are in the kitchen and they're about to do this ridiculous, disgusting experiment. And <laughs> for whatever reason, Fashionix, like a little creep outside, just jiggling the door handle. <laughs> And then decides to just go ahead and bust the door down. Yeah. Like, like, why? Why did you jiggle that hand? What is wrong with you? But I guess, you know, we we make fun of criminals and people in movies a lot by not testing the door before he busted, just to see if it's unlocked. Right. And here, Ufashnik actually tested the damn door. This is true. <laughs> but it looked he looked like a fool. Right. <laughs> And he comes in, busting in, and tells Buffy that she has cost him. <laughs> After Not he has like, just, just destroyed like half of the house already uh-huh. like, on entry. <laughs> Not the day, like, Fashionick. Nope, nope. You, that's the wrong, wrong time, wrong mm-hmm. place. And she says her response to him is like, "I cost you. What'd you do to block something? Look what you did to my house, you mook." You mook. <laughs> you mook? What are you, a 1940s gangster? What is Where did you even hear that? <laughs> Don't just... watch an AMC before you go, or what was the Turner Classic TMC? Right, right. Before you go to bed. <laughs> just stop it. <laughs> so she, you know, Spike tries to help her, and all she wants him to do is open the basement door because she's taken him down. <laughs> where he could do the least amount of damage. So she takes him down into the basement, and apparently Buffy followed my plan and she just left that basement flooded. <laughs> she like, Y'all right. have a shop back or a it's been a day at least. Right. There's and, something there are a lot there's a lot of stuff growing down there uh-huh, uh-huh. in this moment. And she 
you know, starts screaming full cup for replay. She goes full on mommy dearest. She does. <laughs> she goes, and this might be her most brutal kill because when you think about it, she beats this demon to death. Yeah, with a copper with pipe. Pipe. Beat him to death. There's a lot of emotion trapped up mm-hmm. in that. Not all of that was directed, was like because of him. <laughs> he, right. caught a, he caught a lot of shit that had nothing to do with him, basically. <laughs> and then Spike comes down halfway down the steps and it's like, Jesus, this place was flooded. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Spike. Thanks. Oh my God, if you don't get out of here. <laughs> I don't understand how it's, it's this, how it's this flooded. How it's still going. Right. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, when she, when she came down initially and saw the flood, like, it was pretty flooded. Mm-hmm. And, like, how is there any water left in your house? Like, <laughs> right. Is there, are, are your toilets flushing? Are, is anybody able to take a shower? Like, it right. doesn't make any sense to me why there's so much water in your basement. And she's got the best foundation because apparently there's no cracks for mm-hmm. that water to get out. Right. Yeah, we go back to the trio. And they're feeling pretty proud of themselves. Uh, they think they have t- gotten rid of the Slayer, and now the Sunnydale is theirs. And they're like, they're checking out all the things. You know, Periscope is working. Okay. Flamethrowers up. Yep. And oh my God, the action figures have been deployed. <laughs> they're in a very nice case. And as a collector of things myself, I'm very, very happy with their display. It's cute. It just makes me upset because the rest of the basement is such a mess. Yeah. <laughs> like that's like and the what gross. The periscope is trained on the neighbor who's like laying out sunbathing. Right. And then they even mentioned about, you know, oh, what are we gonna do about the slayer? We could make her our willing sex bunny. Ugh. and he puts it on the board. He Ugh. puts it on the board. Hypnotize Buffy. Now the thing that I've always questioned and that might be, you know, when you think of what's your one question for Joss. My question is, what's the gorilla thing? Because yeah. right. that's the very last thing on their list is the gorilla thing. Right. What is that? I have no <laughs> I idea. I would ask that of any of them. I would love to ask that of each and every one of the trio. Yes. And Doug and Jane and Joss. Miniaturized fort control the the something. I guess conjure fake IDs. Conjure control fake the weather. Oh, control, control the weather. The weather. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the gorilla thing. Girls, girls. Oh god, you guys are so lame. And then the gorilla <laughs> thing. <laughs> and they're burning money. Like he lights a cigar with what I think is a hundred dollar bill, but they'll be stupid. Like, that's still $100. Right. You guys are going to run out of that soon enough. So there everybody's, like, Anya's going through Buffy's debt with her and trying to, like, you know, help her out. Yeah, I don't know about that shirt. And they're all, all, everybody else is, like, finally trying to, like, put everything back together. So this is the first time, as many times this house has been trashed, this is the first time anybody has ever even tried to fix anything or put it back together. So you mean to tell me you just, you trashed this house so many times that you just left it for your mom to figure out? Apparently. All that time. Jerk. Mm-hmm. Jerk. And I do love that Giles is like, well, I know I'm back in America. I've been knocked unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> like, you've been unconscious this whole time, Giles? <laughs> he does look. He's like, I got beat up again. I always do that. Xander's giving up on Fuck the America. table. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> 
they realize they're going to have to get a new table. But you know, um, you know what? What's really helpful is when you know someone in construction that builds things for a living mm-hmm. and could probably take those spare parts and make a new table, Xander. Right. But no, he's like, I give up. I'm calling it. This table's dead. Well, here's the thing. He also didn't have any nails anywhere near or any glue no. or anything like that. No, it's no. not going to. It's not going to go back together with Mm-mm. hopes and dreams. You, it's you not Lego. <laughs> you can't just stick it together. And I feel, and, I, and I'm a little offended by the way he responded about the thing, which he's like, I, I know Joyce saved money by buying this cheap ass table. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> Yes, she had to replace that damn table more than once. Right. She probably, at some point, she was probably like, fuck it. And she found that table on the curbside somewhere. She's like, I'm not. not Right. (laughs) And Don, I I don't know if you noticed this, but Don did the thing that we all used to do as a kid when we didn't want to clean up. You just find one thing and you keep fucking with it. Yep. Yep. She's on that couch messing with that busted lamp that's never going to go back. That that lamp should just go in the trash. Right. She's still there trying to fit it back together. Looking yeah. around like they don't have any glue either. <laughs> right. <laughs> so then we so, end our episode with a phone call from Angel. <sighs> and he has to see Buffy right now and she has to see him right now. And Buffy has got ants in her pants and she is like, mm-hmm. just like I have to go right now. Oh my god. And Joe's like, Hey, I thought we were gonna go over some stuff. He's like, Eh, you deal with She's that. Like, yeah, you yeah, you do that. <laughs> like, I didn't put you in debt. <laughs> right? <laughs> Don ain't my child. This ain't my. What, I ain't got to do this. And none of this, mine. <laughs> this is a favor to you. I know Joyce and I had that one night, but you ain't that old. <laughs> Not doing it. And my question is, how was Buffy getting to this this place in the middle? She I assume she either ran there. <laughs> and you know how she runs, so it right. probably took her a while. <laughs> <laughs> or she got a cab because we know she didn't drive. Right. So I'm, I'm just so she just leaves Giles there with the mess and Dawn. Yep. And a concussion. She pieces out. Jerk. I went for a literal burn this week. <laughs> when Dawn asked Buffy what we could do. And Buffy replies, easy, we burn the house to the ground and collect the insurance. Plus, fire, pretty. It's a solid plan. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't understand why anybody mm-hmm. just didn't go ahead right? and agree to that. Because she and Don could have just gone and found a nice two-bedroom uh, two-bedroom apartment. They could have sublet Giles' place. Yeah. Why is he sleeping on their couch, by the way? Did he give up his apartment that quick? I guess so. Because he wasn't really planning on coming back, was he? Like, he gave up the I guess not. Class. Yeah. Uh, should have kept that apartment. Checking up with Olivia. It to Xander. Yeah. We only have one body dropped in this episode, and it's mm, cookies. <laughs> Bludgeoned to death by Buffy. <laughs> I don't know if it passes the Bechdel test. There was a lot going on in this episode. I don't, I don't think it does, because once, I don't know, Willow and Buffy... get. Well, I don't know, mate. I don't know. But yeah, you're right. It's tough, because Willow and Buffy get together. They talk... Sort of, but then about. they end up talking about Riley and Angel, right? And like Anya and Buffy talk about her finances, so maybe, maybe by the skin of its chinny chin chin. Yeah, exactly. 
random trivia, the trio was originally supposed to include Tucker Wells, according to the Buffy wiki. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brad Kane was unavailable. So they oh, created wow. Andrew Wells and had Warren the leader of the trio instead. That's awesome. And it worked out much better, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. My moral of the story this week is always get at least two estimates when you're getting plumbing work done. Exactly. I don't. You didn't care need no full copper repipe. Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't let him. And copper? Uh uh-uh. uh. No, you better give me a full aluminum repipe. <laughs> copper. That is a, a wonderfully on point and very timely moral for this story. <laughs> so let us know what you thought of flooded, and you can. Uh, Send us a MP3 file of an audio recording, less than two minutes, and email it to revisitingsunnydale at gmail.com. Or you could just talk to us on Twitter and or Facebook. Where we have left you some wonderful treats this week. Some new things that we found out. Oh, yeah. About how Don killed Joyce. Dude, I mean, that's what we've been saying from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I've been saying it. I know it. Saying it for years. <laughs> Finally, vindication. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Next that, episode. Life cereal. I like that episode a lot. I don't remember what that one was like. Is that when Buffy cuts her hair and is invisible? No, that's gone. No. Life cereal is the one where Buffy's trying to figure out what she wants to do for a living after she comes back from her trip. With oh, okay. And this the trio. Loop. Yep. The trio each take it upon themselves to test her. Mm-hmm. But the best part of the episode is when she decides to screw all of that and have drinks with Spike. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you join us next time for Life Serial. And in the meantime, subscribe, follow, like, all that jazz. At We're on Twitter at Back to Sunnydale or me, Camila, on Twitter at the underscore rugged angel. Or me, Marcel, at mscare7338. All right, stay safe and healthy and indoors as much as you can. Mm